Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 83, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone. We are five days into 1 Samuel and actually we're going to spend more than three weeks in this book. Oh wow Dave, that's a long time. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly, curious cow. So yeah Dave, three weeks huh? Well there must be a lot of important things happening in this book. Well there are Marvin, but you know before we ply into today's reading it is of course Wednesday. Oh, of course it is. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, Benjamin. Hello, Benjamin. And yes, thank you again for coming in every week. Oh, yeah, no problem, Dave. You know, hey, I look forward to it. Great. Well, do you have a joke all ready to go? Oh, I sure do, Dave. Now, this one kind of goes with last week's reading. Okay, well, the floor is yours, Benjamin. Take it away. Okay, guys, get ready to laugh. What kind of man was Boaz before he got married? Hmm. I don't know, Benjamin. What kind of man was Boaz before he got married? He was ruthless. (laughs) Oh, ruthless. Good one, Benjamin. Good work, Benjamin. And thank you again. Oh, yeah, no problem, Dave. Hey, I'll see you guys later on. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, so we had better get to our reading for today. Oh, yeah, great. So who's reading? Well, today we're back to our friend Rosie. Oh, yeah, Dave. Did you know Rosie is just back from a holiday in Cork? I did know that, Marvin. There, see, Dave? Just like you told me, I did not mention the pleasant but subtle smell of hay that surrounds her. Oh, Marvin, you ruined it. Okay, well, Rosie, over to you. Hello, everyone. Today's reading is from 1 Samuel chapter 7, verses 3 to 13. So Samuel spoke to all the Israelites. He said, Do you really want to return to the Lord with all your hearts? If you do, get rid of your false gods. Get rid of your statues of female gods that are named Ashtoreth. Commit yourselves to the Lord. Serve him only. Then he will save you from the power of the Philistines. So the Israelites put away their statues of gods that were named Baal. They put away their statues of female gods that were named Ashtoreth. They served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Gather all the Israelites together at Mizpah. I will pray to the Lord for you. When the people had come together at Mizpah, they went to the well and got water. They poured it out in front of the Lord. On that day they didn't eat any food. They admitted they had sinned. They said, We've sinned against the Lord. Samuel was serving as the leader of Israel at Mizpah. The Philistines heard that Israel had gathered together at Mizpah. So the Philistine rulers came up to attack them. When the Israelites heard about it, they were afraid. They said to Samuel, Don't stop crying out to the Lord our God to help us. Keep praying that he'll save us from the power of the Philistines. Then Samuel got a very young lamb. He sacrificed it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord to help Israel, and the Lord answered his prayer. The Philistines came near to attack Israel. At that time Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering. 
But that day the Lord thundered loudly against the Philistines. He threw them into such a panic that the Israelites were able to chase them away. The men of Israel rushed out of Mizpah. They chased the Philistines all the way to a point below beth Car. They killed them all along the way. Then Samuel got a big stone. He set it up between Mizpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer. He said, The Lord has helped us every step of the way. So the Philistines were brought under Israel's control. The Philistines didn't attack their territory again. The Lord used his power against the Philistines as long as Samuel lived. Thanks, Rosie. Okay, Dave, yeah, so this time God did help the Israelites. Yep, last time the Israelites fought the Philistines, they just wheeled out the Ark of the Covenant like some secret weapon. But this time, they actually turn away from their sin. They get rid of their false gods. They prayed and they fasted. Oh yeah, yeah, Dave, what does that mean, fasting? Did they just run around super fast? Oh, well, no, but uh, it sounds like the professor is going to help us out with that. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, of course. Westminster. Someone you can always go. Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. <laughs> so, Professor, Marvin was just wondering what fasting is. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. We read about the fasting all through the Bible. Oh, well, yeah, so what is it? Hmm, okay, fasting is, mm, well, it's a special way of praying. When you don't eat for a period of time, when you are praying sometimes for a day or, or even lots of days. Oh, well, Professor, don't you get really hungry? No, well, yes, you do, Marvin. But that's kind of the point. It's like praying with your whole body. You're saying, God, I'm really hungry right now. I need food. But more than I want, and more than I need that food, well, I want and need you to answer my prayer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and every time you feel hungry, well, it reminds you that you are in prayer. It keeps you focused on God, yeah? Okay, wow. Yeah, so it's like extreme prayer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, in the Bible, we see people fasting when they are really in trouble, yeah? Like today, when the Israelites need God's help or the Philistines will destroy them. But also, people might fast on a regular basis, maybe one day a week or a few days a month. It's a way of honoring God and spending time focusing on prayer. Focusing on God, yeah? Ah. Okay, yeah, I think I got it. Thanks, Professor. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Yeah, see you later. Thanks, Professor. So yes, the Israelites properly turned to God with prayer and fasting and getting rid of the false gods they had been worshipping. Okay, yeah, it's like what they promised Joshua before he died, that, that that's what they do. Yep, they're getting back to what they promised they would do. And like you said, God listens this time and he grants them victory over the Philistines. Oh, great. You know, as we read about all these times that Israel forgot the promises that they made, well, let's just say every week you promised me that you'd water the plants in my greenhouse. Oh, okay, yeah, I'd do that. But instead of doing that, you went and ate all the plants, and you did that 10 or 15 or 20 times. Oh, well, well I don't think you'd let me in the greenhouse anymore. <laughs> exactly, I wouldn't. I'd get fed up with you. 
I'd decide, you know what, Marvin's promises don't mean anything. I'm not even going to listen to them anymore. But God, no matter how many times the Israelites forget him, how many times they do the opposite of what they promised him, when they repent and turn back to him, he takes them back. His promise that he would be their God and they would be his people still stands. And the word for that is faithful. God is faithful. And that's even more incredible because, well, it's one thing to be faithful to someone who is faithful to you, but God is faithful even though we, his people, are so unfaithful. We let each other down all the time. We let God down all the time. But it doesn't matter what we do, God doesn't change. He is there calling us back to follow him, ready to forgive when we turn away from our sin. Today, boys and girls, thank God that we can depend on that. Thank God for his faithfulness. Amen. And, well, Marvin, that's it for today. And tomorrow we will meet another very important person in the story of God's people. Okay, great. Yeah, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.